Listening Dog Media. Join me, David Seaman, every week on my podcast, Seaman Says, as we react to all the weekend's football action from the Premier League and beyond. Plus, I'm joined by former teammates, legends of the game and famous friends to discuss football and more. Jack Grealish turned up a bit later and he was like, uh, I was hoping you'd get me up to do She's the One. I really like She's the One. <laughs> That's a great present. <laughs> he turned up late. I can't believe he yeah. turned up late for you. Listen to the latest episode of Seaman Says on your favourite podcast platform. The Hot Mess Mum. The mum most likely to send her kids to school in regular clothes on non-school uniform day. The mum who forgets to sign the permission slip for school trips. The mum who has probably put leftovers in her kids' lunchbox on more than one occasion. But most importantly, the Hot Mess Mum is actually rocking it and is doing a far better job than even she thinks. Please welcome our Hot Mess Mums, telling it as it is, Kelly and Jenny Powell. It is the Hot Mess Mums Club podcast. I'm Kelly Pegg. And I'm Jenny Powell. Uh, And we're so, so excited to have this lovely lady join us today on this episode. It is the fabulous Sarah Khan. Hello. This is so exciting. I love it. I love it. We're delighted to be working with our friends at Swan across this whole series. And we can't wait to tell you about all their brilliant products. You could kit out your whole house with Swan products and their cleaning products, especially a second to none. Later on, we'll be telling you about their brilliant Swan Portable Garment Steamer, a great addition to the home, especially if you've got to do a lot of travelling and a lot of wrinkles to iron out. (laughs) You can find information on that and more of Swan's amazing products at swanbrand.co.uk. The Hot Mess Mums, Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. Oh, you're looking so well. Yeah, we're we're both like, um, well, I probably, well, welcome to the 50s. Thank you. Congratulations. You're looking good, girl. Thank you very much. And uh, I've been dying to get to 50 for probably the last five years. Because you know what you're like? You are, you're just like 45, 46, um, 46. Wishy-washy. Like, what yeah. was all that about? And then at least you can say I'm 50. It's like mm-hmm. that's a proper age 50, isn't it? Yeah. And um, and it's like, yeah, I'm here. I've arrived. And I can now say I'm 50 year old. And I honestly can tell you the best I've ever felt in my life. Well, Good you've girl. gone all out with this, haven't you? Because it yeah. was for you, your sort of thing, I'm going to look fabulous, I'm going to feel fabulous at 50. And you've done all of that, really, because you're looking incredible. You've been on a bit of a mission with it all. Yeah. Especially those jeans. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Well, we've all had that gene, that gene scenario where Ugh. in your mind, you can still get into those pair of jeans. Of course yeah. you can. You know, it's only a little bit you put on. And then I thought one day, I'm just going to try them on. I couldn't get them past my knees. No word of a lie. Okay. And I thought, hold on a minute. This ain't right. So <laughs> it gave me a bit of a purpose. But also, apart from looking good, you know, for me, 50 is about feeling good. Yeah. And I think for most of my life, I've had to overcome so many obstacles, you know, being born to immigrant parents in the 70s. Then it's the whole cultural thing. Girls can do this. Girls, you've got to marry this. You can't marry that. You can't have kids, you know, all the the infertility, the, you know, the whole every part of my life was a struggle and an obstacle, you know. And then now at 50, I feel I've arrived. Mm-hmm. I don't need to try hard. I don't give a damn what other people think. <laughs> what I'm happens? Just, it, it, uh, yeah. it, it flips a switch. It flips. 
it flips yeah. it's age it's wisdom and it's arrival and i've got my lovely home all i've ever wanted in life is a lovely home a family um you know a, a, a little a little job or whatever and and just to feel good and healthy and mm. when you arrive you and i think because i arrived in lockdown i'm really grateful for that i'm just like i'm really grateful thank you so much but you have to put the effort and work into it yeah do you think you're a people pleaser before when you're saying about getting to that point where you don't care? We talk about that a lot on the podcast because Jenny's yeah. the same. She's like, I don't give a shit what people think about me. Yeah. I'm horrendous. Like I, I get really bothered by so much stuff. You're not 50 though, Kelly. You've got a <laughs> to wait. That's why. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When you get to 50, it'll all change yeah. literally overnight like that. It's like my dad, he's like 92. Right? And he says to me, Jenny, I'm 92. I could say what I want. I could tell people exactly what I want. Mm, I know. I know better than anyone. I'm like, (laughs) yeah. So that's the next one. When we're in our 90s, it'd be exactly. And it's it's liberating to have that. Um, Am I a people pleaser? I've not really been a people pleaser, but I do have to look out for my mum because I know being in the public eye, Mm. everything that I do affects her because she's from a different generation, a different culture. Mm. And whilst I don't live in that world anymore, I'm very mindful that my actions have consequences. So um, I'm not a people pleaser, but one thing I had to get my head around is how to deal with comments on instagram and social media that's because i'm i I was i'm that generation where i'm like oh do i take this personally oh my goodness people don't like me and and then when you get over it so i've completely come off twitter which is amazing yeah yeah i think twitter is a nazi state it's just weird it just Mm, brings out evilness in people so once i got rid of that i find instagram really a happy place and i own it i can be myself my Mm. followers are the kind of people that you know want to follow me so that's quite nice um but yeah but i mean just don't get your mum on instagram (laughs) (laughs) no she's all right on whatsapp but she hasn't got the hold of hold of instagram she can do whatsapp that's really good amazing she's she's amazing yeah no she's fantastic but um but yeah i i do feel liberated in thought and feeling and also you know what i'm i'm quite happy now to sort of say no to things so you know with work yeah when you're freelancer you're like yeah i'll do it you do it now i'm like no i don't want to do it yeah do you know what i'm always lecturing to on that Denise Welsh saying you can say no Denise you know yeah and I think she's getting it now and I'll tell you why because of lockdown because she can't do a lot of stuff you know what she's like with all the charities and events and And she's actually admitted you know that this lockdown scenario has meant she can't do those things where she's always yes 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 um so I think it it has taught us to say no in quite in these circumstances and um on reflection um but you know what you were saying about your mum Obviously, from your culture, I mean, you you really are, um, you know, you're like, I don't like Boudicca, really. You know, you're there. <laughs> you're there, sort of like in your bikini, stripping off and showing off. And, you know, your plight for, for Muslim, women, Muslim women, especially, um, has been amazing and a brave and bold thing to do. Thanks, Jenny. Thanks. Um, yeah. And so is this something that you, you, you set out to do? Because you know, coming from The Apprentice and all the rest of it and becoming in the, you know, appearing in the public eye, is it something that was always in the back of your mind? This is my priority. This is what I'm going to do. Um, yeah, I, I didn't realise it was until I started really looking back. And yeah. i tell you why, what drives me, and it's, this is not something that's been recent, it's drived me from birth, I would say, is the injustice 
that is placed upon women in my culture. Yeah. And you know, when you grow up with it, there's a lot of anger. And mm. I, I was questioning, what do you mean I can't do it because I'm a girl? What yeah. do you mean girls are this? What do you mean I've got to cover up? What do you mean I can't go to the mosque? And you know, when you have that day in and day out for a big part of your life, the injustice is like a fire. And right. I just remember thinking when I get the chance, I'm not going to give a shit. And, and I think I never wanted to be a celebrity. I don't really know what that's about, but I use this platform to say, listen, there's a whole load of people, of women that have got so much potential and talent and they're never going to be able to rise to the top. Mm -hmm. and, if, and if you think Muslim women are this sort of stereotype, I'm a Muslim woman and stop talking to me just about terrorism and stuff like that. I can, you know, I've traveled around the world. I can, um, you know, I've adopted, I've had IVF, I can snowboard, I can do this, I can do, there's so much more to me. We are ordinary women, but you need to throw a light on some of the stuff that is happening to us because we're not, you're not treating us as part of the mainstream. You can um, snowboard? Well, no, I can, we'll I talk can about that after. And ski, I can ski better. Sorry, I'm <laughs> more skiing than snowboarding. But you know, uh -huh. Is, and you don't see a lot of women like me doing stuff like that, but, no. I want, but, but that's just who I am. I'm not yeah. anything extraordinary, but it's just because I think I broke ranks from that misogyny. Mm. Um, and when you can, you can still be a Muslim, you can yes. still be respectful and mm. be who you are, but you can have another whole life. For me, the most important thing in my life was to be happy and live the life I want. Mm -hmm. And and some of us have to fight for that. And I don't yeah. think it's always, uh, everybody assumes that everybody's got that right. They haven't. Mm -hmm. And you've got to shine a light on it if you have a platform. You would have known though, wouldn't you, when you were, when the time came for you to burst the bubble and to start talking about it and have that platform, you'd have known that there would be a, ba a backlash. Did, that, did it bother you? Did you think about that? Or did you just think, I just don't care that there's going to be people in that world that won't agree with me talking about this. I'm going to do it. I, I, it's not that I don't care. I quite welcome the feedback to sort of see, because when you do something, I then let those comments come out so that the rest of the people looking at it thinking, oh my God, do people really think you say that? that? Yeah, so yeah. When I wore a bikini, I got a death threat. Right. And when there was a woman in Australia, a, a, a lady saying that it's a, it's a sin to pluck your eyebrows. Yeah. I, I did a bikini. I did. I just basically um, put up a, a post, a, a photo of me in my bikini. I'm just showing showing off my ass, just going, well, that's what I think of your policies and your, the way you're preaching to women. But it's it's unreal the level of people's thoughts. Mm -hmm. Let me just give you an example. When I adopted my daughter, she was four days old. And before I um, went out there, we had people come to the house. And this one lady said, well, you do know because she's not your blood, you're going to have to cover her up when she gets to puberty because your son or your husband, they could find her attractive and they could, be, they could fall into a relationship with her. Mm -hmm. That is the way that people think. Mm. It's, it's beyond belief. belief yeah. And so you know what that instills in me is anger. Uh -huh. I get angry about it and I just think, bring it on because I'm going to expose you or I'm just going to show you. The more you tell me I can't do it, the more I'm just going to go and do it. Good. So when I did that OK magazine shoot, I don't know if you saw it, but I was literally in a towel. Mm -hmm. That caused quite a lot of controversy. And I'm like, yeah. And every time somebody says something, I just, I just get the picture and say, 
So yeah. now it'd be that and I'm you're 50. Like, she can't do that yeah. and she's 50. <laughs> How dare she wear a bikini and she's Muslim and she's 50. Exactly, Jenny. That's what I get. That's yeah. what I get. And I just think, but, but I do know there's a lot of young Muslim girls that follow me and mm. they, they send me a lot of messages and they're just sort of saying, thanks, because nobody else doing it. You know, mm. you get a lot of celebrities... Um, and they don't talk about their culture and their background. They play it safe because yeah. not to being political um, is a great way to become a brand. You know, yeah. brand, you're more brand friendly. Yeah, you don't want any negativity. You just you want to have this amazing glossy brand. And just glossy pretty brand. Yeah, everything's positive. Everybody can relate to it. Yeah. And, you know, you're not offensive. I don't give a shit about brands. Mm. I care about there's a girl somewhere in Rotherham or wherever it may be that's not living the happy life. She's being abused or she's being forced into a marriage yeah. or whatever it is. I'm going to shine a light on her. Yeah. I don't care about brands, you know, mm. and that, and that, that's where I think, I actually think that's the way the world is moving now. And do you know what, with the, the way you talk with such passion and, you know, I, I'm all for it and I'm, I really, really admire you is the fact that your mum, you know, I know she's another generation, yeah. but I think what you're doing and the way you're doing it and how you're feeling, I think your mum will be nothing but proud of you. And I'm sure I, I'm yeah. right. I think she is. But like, I think bit by bit, it's hard. Yeah, it's hard. You can't just come out and say nah. it. And I feel for that because yeah. you know what? I've got kids and I just, I just embrace everything. My mum can't do that. And no. I feel for her. Yeah. I really feel for her that she can't just rejoice uh, because she feels like I'm bringing shame on the family sometimes. And that's what I have to cope with. It's quite sad sometimes. Yeah, it's sort of twists and turns, isn't yeah. it? You've got to work your way around it. But you're not giving up, are you? I can oh tell. Oh, God, no. No way. No yeah. way. <laughs> but it's but great. It, it yeah. is. I mean, you're inspiring loads of, of women and not just Muslim women as well. Yeah. But, you know, women from all different backgrounds that may feel stifled or trapped or, you know, in a situation that's not good for them where they're not being allowed to be them if they look at someone like you it's going to give them that hope and that drive you know to change things so and it's so I, important for me being a feminist it, it really is about the sisterhood and I think there's a lot of women out there that say it they talk the talk but yeah. they don't walk the walk you know yeah. I'm on my Instagram honestly one minute I've got I'm, I'm I'm just real I can't be anything but and I really want I, I think that inspires people it's like she's got no makeup on today her hair looks horrendous the other day I looked at on honestly on my Instagram I was like my grey roots are literally like, hello, I'm here. And I thought, could I, could I put a cap on or something? But that sort of stuff doesn't worry me. But we women all go through the same journey. It doesn't matter about religion or what sexual no. orientation you are. As we, women. As no women. No matter what creed, yeah, colour, culture. Yeah. Is, we, we go through that same thing. But also, you know, for me, in the fitness industry for such a long time, we have been brainwashed by looking at 20-year-old bodies, mm -hmm. okay, and saying, yes, well, that's what you should look like. You you should have a flat stomach stomach for the rest of your life. Well, I've had a cesarean. I'm 50. I'm on HRT. I want to be fit. Yes, I want to like make my clothes feel comfortable, but I'm never going to get to that form again. I was like that in my 20s, but I'm 50 now. So let's see real 50-year-olds working out and seeing what they can achieve because that's inspirational and that's real. And Absolutely. I did a workout in my bikini. I'm like, right, girls, this is my bikini. I'm going to yeah. work out. And I want you to see the bits that are flabbing up and down. You can see I'm not fat, but I've got loose skin. That's normal. Mm -hmm. yeah? Expect it. It's coming. I, I, I think it's normal. <laughs> yes. But also, I'm fit. I, will, I tell you what, I'll throw any challenge to a 20-year-old come and do burpees with me. I'll thrash them. Yeah. And I don't care that your bits aren't working, but you ain't as strong as me. 
I love that. I finished with my 100 burpees today. Oh, no. I'm, I'm loving the burpees. I'm so... Yeah. Good old, I, I good love old body that workout. Our hot mess mums telling it like it is. Kelly Pegg with Jenny Powell. More from our chat with Sarah coming up soon. But now I just want to take a second to tell you about the brilliant Swan Portable Garment Steamer. We know how laborious ironing can be, but this garment steamer is great for getting creases out of jackets, shirts and coats especially. Just hang it up somewhere and the continuous steam action quickly gets your fabrics looking fresh. And can I just say it's really good if you've got like smudges on your velvet sofa. Just a tip. Now we're allowed to travel again and this is the perfect addition to any suitcase. No more creasy clothes from being stuck in a suitcase for hours. Simply pack the steamer with you then fill up the detachable 300 milliliter water tank when you get there. We're going to have more giveaways with Swan later on in the series. Just head to hotmessmomsclub.com and sign up to our newsletter so you don't miss out. Kelly Pegg, Jenny Powell, Hot Mess Mums. We have to mention your amazing adoption story. With oh, yes. Oh, yes. Is she, is she eight now or nine? Is she? She's uh, nine, nine, nine so. years old, and oh, she's, she's nine now. Yeah, she's a, she's just a sweetest bundle of joy, um, and yeah. And um, again, you 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 know you, your story, you, you've put it out there, but you've you've done it so compassionately and so well that you know I think it's just um, an inspiration for other people again to do yeah. exactly what you've done. I can understand why people are nervous about adopting. Mm. There's a lot to it. But again, what I always believe, Jenny, is that if you're going to do something, if you're going to preach something to other people, you've got to do it. You've got yeah. to walk the walk. Yeah. And and so that that was a big part of the adoption process. It's like, look, guys, you're going to hear a lot of negativity, but this is what I went through. It's hard, but the joys are forever I was you know my infertility at the time was an issue but actually I was always meant to be infertile because she was destined for me she is my daughter she she was designed and destined made for me I could never even imagine anything else so you know I think you have to believe in destiny a bit but again it's like when I do my workouts I'm doing the workouts. I'm not just going, right, come on, five more. No, nah, a little bit and then, yeah. <laughs> just putting that on Insta and then stopping. See, I'm up, to, I'm, so I'm doing like 6.30 stretches in the morning now for a whole hour, warming up the body. For those who can't do cardio, I do an hour's worth of cardio, then I do strength. But I'm doing that with them. You're doing it. Doing it because it's like, guys, if you want to look good, this is the effort you've got to put in. But with the adoption, I think, you know, there's so many children in this country that need a loving home. Mm. And I can tell you, yes, a a child might be troubled and they may have gone through the most horrific experiences. But if you can give a child a love and a home, their life will turn around. It may never be perfect, but you can give them a happiness that they may never have enjoyed, enjoyed otherwise. The one thing um, I was, I just didn't want to forget to, to say was, you know, in this in this lockdown situation that we're in, you know, there's a lot of women, especially in sort of the Muslim community, who, you know, aren't really into uh, the, the sort of physical yeah. exercise, yeah. etc. Anyway, so it's a big issue now. But what I've liked is you're pushing it, especially now when people aren't even walking around much or, you know. Well, Jenny, did you know what's really interesting is that um, really good that you brought this out because they were talking about um, black and ethnic minority groups being vulnerable mm. okay, to the disease. And they're like, well, why? But why? And I thought, I know exactly why. 
um, the Asian community especially is vulnerable because they have underlying health issues. Yeah. A lot of it is lifestyle induced, i.e. type 2 diabetes. And yeah. why is that? Is because they don't really focus a lot on their diet and they don't do any physical exercise. Nah, nah. There was actually um, a study that came out that showed that compared to the rest of the population, especially the Asian communities, they had type 2 diabetes, lifestyle induced, lack of physical exercise mm. was a real issue. Issue. yeah and again you see for women so the men might go to the gym do what but the women do they're not no, because it affects their clothing. You know, if you go to the gym, then men might be there. You can't go swimming, you can't show your body. And it's like, guys, you can't you have got to just park that aside because if you're gonna, you know, live a healthy, happy yeah. life, especially now with all the coronavirus, you've got to build your immunity, and part of that is physical exercise. So even if it's walking out in a park in a group, go, go. Yeah. and also in lockdown now, there's no excuse. Everybody's working out at home. So yeah. Get somebody and follow them and do it and fight for your exercise rights. It's a human right. Mm. Yeah. And great for your mental health as well. It's, you know, the physical benefits, yes, and the health. But I think for, especially for women, when you've had kids and stuff, mm. I think it's your time. You know, I see it as my self-care, if you like, every day that it's my, my time on my own most of the time um, to just like, you know, feel good and strong inside as well as outside you know to make so. you feel sexy i'm telling you now 100 yeah. percent. i get my lib libido back when i exercise it, it, it yeah. just, that doesn't your, happen to your me hormones, <laughs> your hormones your hormones are positive you look good about yourself yeah. you put your underwear on you think yeah okay i mean yeah i mean i do it for myself a lot of the time but i'm just saying <laughs> you're not dead you know no. Too right. Just because you're on HRT, you can get those feeling back. You yeah. know, you don't need to drink a Carlsberg. You just need to do a few burpees. You get those feelings back and it makes you feel like a woman again. Yeah, and that's it. And and again, in this situation, it's quite tricky because you're not going out and sort yeah. of putting your best dress on and your lashes and all the rest of it. So actually, you know, it's hard to feel like a woman yeah. when you're when you're in this situation. When you're cleaning you know, when the you're, kitchen five times a day because in the same there yeah and your soggy tracksuit and you're like oh this is it for my me. house anymore I've, the amount of times i've had to change the bed i'm not kidding you it's like i've just thought i've got to just chill out i can't do all of this it's going to drive me nuts yeah and that doesn't make you feel sexy does it no, no none of it i food think we're gonna have to it's like um double as well isn't it our food bill is double the price it normally is everyone's yeah. just eating the kids yeah. all the time mm. i feel like i never get out of the kitchen because they're constantly in what can i have now what's the next snack what's this what's that i think Oh my god so it's like we we, we we cannot be a slave to lockdown and the family basically and we, we are women and we're beautiful and we're amazing and we've got to show it whatever way we can um, and and you seem to be definitely surviving and staying afloat in this in this yeah I mean Jenny the thing is you know I, I like to keep it real but for me real is about looking on the bright side of everything I think yeah. you know, yes lockdown has been a pain we're getting to that stage where we don't want to do it anymore more. but I've tried to keep myself focused have a purpose be positive I've actually enjoyed if I'm hand on heart I've actually enjoyed the time out mm -hmm. um, I've enjoyed focusing on my exercises three times a day or whatever I've enjoyed having the kids around me and the hubby at home sometimes um, <laughs> but you know but it sometimes. we're never going to get this time again no, so 
So I think there's a lot of people that feel like that, though, that they yeah. have embraced it as well. It's found it tricky at times, but actually enjoyed parts of it and the slowing down and and just yeah. getting a bit more time back for you to breathe yeah. almost, yeah. you know, especially when you're busy going from TV sets, doing this, and doing focus, that. And focus on what's real. You know, I'm not kidding you. That first week of lockdown, I mean, you know, you know, I work in TV. Jenny, you know, you get sent loads of stuff. Yeah. And in my wardrobe, I nearly threw up. <laughs> I just thought, why do I what, have all that stuff? What is all this stuff? Yeah, I know. It's what really, yeah. Yeah. It's and actually it's, quite embarrassing. It's and embarrassing. It's, just, it's greedy and it's a waste on the environment. And I just thought. Terrible, I'm, isn't it? You know, I swear, before lockdown. and this Just is, be careful. I'm sitting in my walk-in wardrobe. So I'm like, yeah. very nicely organised. So it's quite minimalist to me. He looks fantastic. Well, that's Martin's side because he, but you don't want to see my side. <laughs> exactly. Um, but I used to buy something from Zara every single week. Mm. And I can tell you, and I haven't ordered a single thing in lockdown. I'm really proud of myself. Good so I'm girl. That habit is going to change. So what's the weird, what's the thing you're most proud of? I mean, I, I got a pop-up tent. I've mentioned this a couple of times. So I'm very proud of myself. And I said to Pollyanna, who's 11, mm-hmm. I said, right, we're going to camp out. And I chose, chose the stormiest, windiest. <laughs> and I thought, I said, I'd do it. And I stayed in there till eight o'clock in the morning. So that's my little thing that I'll always say. You remember in lockdown when I slept with you in that tent in the rain <laughs> till eight o'clock in the morning. What's what's the thing at the moment that you can say? You oh, know, I think for, I think two things for me. I think three things. Can I say three things? Yeah, go I for it. Having a 50th birthday in lockdown, it was one of the best days I, I wasn't I'd organ, I've organized so much for my 50th mm. with my mates and family none of it happened but I ended up having the best day because so many of my mates made the effort they went yeah. over the top to make it really lovely that was one getting into those jeans I'm not Yay. kidding I'm gonna bring those jeans for people to see yeah I bought them in my late 20s like before, good for you though I, was like, I couldn't breathe I mean I took Amara and me to like an hour to get into them I'm gonna zip the bloody things up I've got to do it for the photo everyone's expecting me to get into them um and then I think the third thing for us is getting the puppy yeah yeah, yeah. oh how amazing because then again it's just you know about care and what's good for the family and pets are you yeah. know uh, yeah, I've got, oh, she's normally here. I've got a staffy, but I'm oh. not really a pet person. And uh, we got her about about six years ago, four years. I can't remember. That's how much of a not pet person I am. I can't remember where I got her. But <laughs> now I'm like, I'm all over and everyone's yeah. going, you're so fickle because you've only just realised how important animals are and what they, they do. Are. They've helped a lot of people. They've yeah. helped a lot of people oh, to yeah. get down in, you know, with their mental health and things like that. Especially yeah. if you're living alone. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you can wish. Yeah. You can dream. No, I'm joking. At times. Yeah. At times. Yeah, absolutely. So relationships and, um, you know, how are you all getting on, you know, with Steve and is it all? Well, I think, I mean, Steve and I are, 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 are absolutely fine, but it, lockdown has had its moments. Yeah. It takes and its I, toll, doesn't it? It takes its toll. And I, and I just think I now know why. We are so independent. We both need to work and get out of each other's way and then come back together. I think, you know, when we go on holiday, we always get a bit upset. We go, oh, we don't want it to end. But actually, 
this has been one long holiday and I want the holiday to end now. <laughs> oh, this work, this, she speaks the truth. I'll tell way. you, it's like, okay, we now need to go to work and I don't want to see you for about a week, yeah. if that's all right, and then I'll appreciate you again. Yeah. But, we do, but on nice sunny days like this, we, you know, you've got a gin and tea, you're sitting in the garden, you're watching the kids play with the puppy and you think, yeah, it's all right. Yeah. It's just that he's quite dominant with his work mm. thing. It's like, I'll tell you what it is in a nutshell. So I'm cleaning the house. I'm uh, looking after the puppy now, of course, homeschooling kids, kids yeah. doing my column, doing loose women, doing mm. all the other things. But I can still manage to put the milk in the fridge after I've made a cup of tea. How many conversations like this have there been? <laughs> but that is just, do you know, I was That's talking to someone else about this thing. the other day. Yeah, it's, do you know what I said? I said, how is it that when I get up with the kids at, say, half four, five a.m., I can empty the dishwasher, I'm getting, yeah. he's pulling faces, uh, clean the worktop down and the kitchen be all lovely, ready for breakfast for everyone at nine. But when you get up with them, I come down, yeah, you do start. nothing. Yeah. Well, I, I'm sitting on the sofa with them, they I'm need a- me, I can't, I can't get up. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and then they give you a whole list of all the things that they've yeah. done. They can't multitask. Yeah, okay. most of it's in front of a computer. <laughs> yes. You're like, what are you doing in that room? Yeah. Like, all day with the thing like that. I'm, I'm like, getting, what I'm getting it? the finger. <laughs> I, just, I think, I think, I, I remember once somebody said to me, you know what, actually, an affair doesn't actually have to break a marriage. <laughs> it's that little things like, did you see my bin gate thing on Instagram? Taking like, the bins out, was it? No, it wasn't Oh, because I've done one about the taking the bins out. My he'll be listening because yeah really and then they get yeah, and they get really funny they'll and he'll have a row with me now going yeah why do you say they, that yeah yeah because they get a bit funny but anyway so my husband put the bin liner on the bin right yeah. and I went to put not in it on it no, in, <laughs> oh i thought he put it on it, I'm in it. on my instagram oh, right, okay. down and look at bin we have to talk about it on loose women right yeah so he'd obviously emptied the bin and he put the bin liner in the bin and he put the lid yeah. on fine I went to have a, I went to put something in the bin and I looked at the bin and I thought, I've got to take a picture of this. So the half the bin liner was hanging over the bin and it just stuck the lid on. So I then did my version yeah. and I just, you just tuck it in. Tuck, don't it, you? tuck it round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tuck it round, make it look neat, yeah. make it a nice house. And but then you've got more bin liner to use. You've got more bin liner to use. So I just put on my Instagram, I put, Dear gentlemen, if you want a shag tonight, one bin will get you one and the other one won't. Guess which one? And literally, I'm not, I got thousands of people going, oh my God, oh my God, this is me, this is me, this is me. But it was hilarious because it's mm. like detail. Yeah. Tension takes two seconds. So we did the stint on Loose Women where actually they phoned him up and said, could you put the bin liner in properly and bring us some flowers? <laughs> Keeping it real, you see. You're you keeping it real for everyone and they're all relating to it. Yeah. It's brilliant. I can't wait for the for the next innings. We've all got some. In fact, we should all make a pack now with that one yeah. little story. Put it out there and see Definitely. what happens. Yes. Definitely. Bob roll fun. in our house, toilet roll. I could do a story every single day. Leaves it. I could do a story every day. Like, you know, the sponge that you wash things with. So I've got like a little thing that I bought from TK Maxx, just in the sink discreetly. All you've got to do is wash up and put it in there. In there. It's never in there. <laughs> oh, you, you just, just lying around. It's, it's lying on the <laughs> surface, like this big, ugly thing. I'm like, just put it in there. Just do it to wind me up. <laughs> right, mine is like, because I'm up. 
<laughs> I love the way we've got like it's so it's because you can't go to the hairdresser, so he's trimming, trimming every day, trim, 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 right? But so, but there's bits of like everywhere I look because he's trimming wherever he can, he's just serious. I've got oh, trim, oh, trim that. So it's just like bits of hair, man hair everywhere. And I'm like, if you're gonna man hair, if you're gonna demob the man hair, just clear it away after and just go and it's like you know when you get that that table glitter for parties right it's like that everywhere but it's like the grim reapers version i don't want to see that scattered all over my freaking tables i hear you i hear you i'm gonna do that one i think every woman probably hears us on that one they're just born that way i'm afraid i think genetic Uh, this has just been i don't know you are you've (laughs) Lovely, absolutely lovely, Sarah. I don't oh, want... no, thanks for having me on. I'm sorry I was a bit late, but I oh, was... you're fine. No, it's all right. Sorry, you, you had the bins to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'll have to do that. And the oh. sponge to put back in the sink. Yeah, yeah. We got a lot of stuff going on there. Oh. The Hot Mess Mums, Kelly Peg with Jenny Powell. Thanks again to Swamp for sponsoring the episode of the Hot Mess Mums Club. Go and check out their website right now. There's loads of amazing stuff on there from coffee machines to microwaves to the brilliant Swan Portable Garment Steamer. You could kit out the whole house in Swan products. There's a thought. Head over to swanbrand.co.uk and take a look at what they've got to offer. Hot Mess Mums.